When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Mixing Music Podcast is proud to say that we have a lot of free resources outside of the actual podcast. Visit mixingmusicpodcast.com backslash links to find access to our free PDFs and free resources. One, two, three. Hello and welcome back to the Mixing Music Podcast. I'm your host, DK, and today with me we have a very special guest, Gary Biddy. How are you doing today, Gary? I'm pretty good, man. Pretty good. I just now I just I just now got back in the house from like a damn session my damn self. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Gary, thank you for joining us, Gary. I, I'm really excited for this episode. Um as we all know, it's February in America, and I, I guess all over the world, it's Black History Month, right. where we celebrate black culture in America. Um, and uh, we talk about the good, the bad, you know, and, and all the beauty that comes with it. And right, right. because this is the Mixing Music Podcast, we're going to talk about how it affects the music business and how black culture and black history is a huge part of our culture as America. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gary Biddy is a friend of ICE who we've interviewed before on the podcast. And uh, Gary, do you want to talk a little bit about your background with music and kind of how you got to know ICE and where you're at now? Sheesh. Okay, this is this is like a rabbit hole right here. So let me let me try to keep this good. Um, I've been in music for about. I mean, I would say my whole life. My mom, uh, my mom was inside a freaking reggae band. So I used to watch her rehearse and fucking eat cashews on the goddamn sidelines, like watch her all night. Um, and yeah, I mean, I kind of always been around music. Like I was like one of those guys that whenever I see any of my friends who like did nothing, I would be like, oh, you should make beats. Like I would like take the freaking laptops and download FL on it, whatever. I would just like always make everyone make beats. And this is before I was even in music. I would just always do it to like all my friends. And then um, my 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 actual background is I was uh, I was actually I was actually into like uh, doing books and like you know Instagram social media and just photography journalism all those things. But I always had like music in like the freaking background, and uh, I was faced with the I was faced with like a position where I was like I kind of had to like rebrand myself and kind kind of like really find like kind of really find myself within music, and that's kind of like what happened. So I would say over the last six, seven years, I've been just fully immersed in music. Um, I have my own, I have my own freaking management company. Um, I do like freelance and our work. Um, one of my, uh, one of my freaking mentors is, uh, is a freaking sound wave from a, from a, you know, freaking TDE. Uh, he's the one that does everything for all of them. Um, and yeah, I just kind of been out here doing like, you know, doing like, uh, uh, doing my own thing. I've never worked at a label Never had an internship, like none of that stuff. None, none, <laughs> none of those like freaking great stories people have. Like, yeah, I endured from this and I learned this. Like, nah, like I never had a job nowhere. Um, I kind of just, you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of just here. You know what I mean? I kind of found a way to always be in the mix, no matter what, despite like not having the right, uh, I guess, like pipeline to do it. And um, I met Ice 
by uh so there so there's artist named sylvan sylvan lecu excuse me i stutter by the way so that's gonna happen a lot but uh so so this artist named sylvan and uh, i believe ice was his dj at the time and shit i met ice and we've been locked in ever since um i did uh, sylvan's last album uh apologies in advance um i'm the one that um i'm the one that executive produced and pretty much in art that and yeah, I met Ice, and Ice has been, man. If like you know Ice, like I know Ice, Ice is just someone who just like saves everyone's life. He just comes through clutch, no matter what it is. Ice will have some type of tool, gadget, or a word that will just make everything just make sense. So yeah, that's, that's Ice. For that's me. true. We we love Ice. Ice is the man. Right. And uh, we're really glad that we get to know him, and and it's awesome that you get to work with him. That's right. That's right. So, that's so fun. Yeah. Uh, so tell me, so let's, let's just get started. Um, mm-hmm. I, I want to, I want to preface before we really start talking that this is and can be a sensitive topic, but mm-hmm. um, I want to just tell the audience as well as to you, Gary, that um, we, I'm trying to be sensitive, but also trying to like alleviate ignorance. You know, there's right, a right. lot of ignorance around the topic. So I may ask some questions that say, may seem really ignorant, but I'm sure that there's a lot of people that are asking sort of the same questions. Mm. Now, um, in your experience, especially growing up as, you know, black or African America, African American mm. in America, how big of a role has music played? Um, and we can even dive into entertainment in general, but let's stay yeah. specifically music. How yeah. much of a role is music in your life and within black culture as you've seen it? Oof. Oh, man. I think it is shit. I mean, it's everywhere. Like, you're really you're just immersed in it no matter where you go. Like, like there's, there's not a memory that's not, uh, that's not impacted by music. Like growing up, um, if you heard for me growing up inside a freaking black household, if you heard like gospel in the morning, you know, it was time, you know, it's time to freaking clean up. You know what I mean? Like certain songs you just knew like, okay, this is what that, this, uh, this, this is what that day is like about. Um, I would say for me, um, I would say that music is one of those things where, like, if you didn't really have right freaking role models or, like, you know, parents or whatever, um, music could actually serve as that parent, serve as that guide. You can really choose the albums that you want to live by or choose the artists that you want to, like, look up to and kind of, like, model your your life by those lyrics, those words, or that vibe, whatever it was, you can actually, like, do it. Um, so, yeah. And I, and I think, and this is not exactly relatable but i think it's a little bit closer i feel like um in european culture there's this culture of going to concerts it's a form of entertainment but i myself am from okinawa japan where it's a little bit more indigenous culture like i'm an indigenous descendant of indigenous people in japan where Mm -hmm. music is probably seen the same way as west africa was and you know black communities in america where music is not just entertainment it's a place to be heard it's a place to speak. It's a place for people to come together. And, and as you said, in church, celebrate God. Or mm-hmm. in rap music, like celebrate overcoming your own weaknesses or talking about them. And, and it's mm-hmm. so interesting to me that, especially in rap music, there's no other genre of music where you can be vulnerable and talk about all the crap that you had to go through and it'd be yeah. cool. You know, yeah. no other genre, you can do, no, no other genre can you do that and still be cool. Right, right, right. It could be and. I mean, and yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm saying that's true. Like it's 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 definitely a way of uh, 
I don't know if it's just like it goes back to, I mean, once, I mean, we're obviously being sensitive, but if it even goes back to like slavery and just black people is a way to make anything, uh, to make anything kind of enjoyable or make anything or not, 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 not even enjoyable, but make anything, just, just make anything work. Like they will take anything and it's like, all right, well, this is what we have. We're going on. I like, basically make it work. And, you know, you can hear songs that could be about the worst shit, but people have a way of like dressing it up and making it, fun or making it appeal to someone and i feel like that's one thing that's powerful about uh at least like black music it's like you know it can be anything and someone will take it and swag on it but oh shit this shit low-key fire and it'll work you know yeah. what I mean? it's like oh did you actually did you actually listen to lyrics i mean yeah but there's hey, something <laughs> yeah yeah there's something beautiful about you know being slaves and still singing songs from the heart to make every day a little bit more livable. Like there's right. something super poetic about that. Right. That's, that's like, man, that's like, I don't know, man. I feel like in this life, but there's two things that are like cornerstones. And I feel like it's like sense of humor and like music. You know what I mean? You got to have those two to really make it through any day. If you, have a, if you have good, if you have a good sense of humor and you have music, I feel like anything is possible. I feel like, I feel like that's the ultimate armor to like walk through life. You know what I mean? So yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So as we kind of press forward, let's, let's go into history here. Um, even in jazz, when I took theory in school, we always talked about West African rhythms and, and we learned the specific rhythm, the mother of all rhythms. It was a specific syncopated beat. Um, and if you come back, you know, and, and come back to America and combine European scales and rules, dare I say, mm -hmm. to music, and you combine this beautiful, expressive, improvisational based, you know, you're just expressing yourself in music and mm -hmm. it created something, it created blues, it created jazz. Yeah. And as we know, that's kind of like everything right now. You can't run right, away from right. jazz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been I've been learning that myself. Like I'm not gonna say I'm the most like super novel person, but like as I as I work with like you know people that play freaking violin or people that come from this nature or people come over here, like jazz is somewhere like rooted in almost everything. Like, and it's kind of like I don't know if that's like the soul of. I mean, the, you got I mean you got jazz and you also have soul music, but it's like jazz comes from soul, soul comes from jazz. Like it's just it all still comes from like black people. And it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you really can't escape it. I think, I think, I think the way to really phrase it, that's really just feeling. Like, that's really that that's really like the main component of music that that you really can't teach. And that's why it finds. I feel like that's. I feel like that's how it finds itself inside every aspect of music because it's more of like a feeling. Rather, if someone knows chords or they don't, they'll still end up playing some jazz chords because it's still a feeling. You know what I mean? Like some like certain things you just can't avoid. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's when I think when I obviously hear jazz, that's what I think about. Like you, it's, it's a feeling you can't you can't kind of escape it. You know, it's just like it's just like so uh, it's just so real and dear to like everyone that it, it'll it'll it, it, it will definitely find its way to like come out of anything. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Do you feel that the feeling and the expressiveness that you were just talking about is part of the reason why? Would you? I would say like black music, like historically speaking, black music is so popular and relevant today. I mean, because even like with hip hop, black people is like we're they're still the like we're still the minority. You know, people of color are still the minority in the states. Right. Black people are still the minority. Yet 
black cultural music has it's, always been the majority right, starting from right. Motown and earth, wind and fire. Like it's been, it's been such an amazing thing. Is, do you think that that's part of the secret? The sauce is, is the emotional cultural aspect. Yeah. Of it? Yeah. Because I mean, I mean, they, you know, you know, they have those things like music is like universal language or love is universal language. You have, and you, and, and you like have all these things, but when you basically break people down, if, if you want to remove color, um, with, it's all just feelings and, you know, energies and, you know, thing, you know, things like that. And I feel like um, people of color in general, just like all over who, you know, everyone's oppressed. Everyone has some type of battle that's crazy. I feel like it finds, it, it, it always finds a way to speak through the music and you can't like, you can't, you can't avoid a feeling. You know what I mean? Like anybody can go make a little pop record or do something that's like, oh yeah, this, this is like, uh, this, this is like a freaking formula that's going to work. But a feel you really can't, you really can't avoid it. It's going to come. You know what I mean? And I feel like that is why it like resonates with like so many people. Cause anybody can, you know, we're all, we, we are all like humans. So we're all going to have the same set of emotion, the same set of like life triggers. Um, everyone's life is, is the same to some fucking degree. Like everyone is trying to move up. Everyone has been low. Everyone has lost a job. And everyone has something that's happened to everyone. And somehow inside of, our music, we have a way of, we have a way of touching on those topics like all the time that any black, like, you know what? I like this <laughs> because it's somewhere, somewhere in their life, it just like made sense. And, and I feel like that's how people um, actually cling on to artists and actually like feel like, oh, this artist is for me or, or like this artist, I can like freaking, you know, see them like uh, people can see themselves in the artists because it's like, so, you know, it's just like, so it's like something similar. So, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Now, in your opinion, um, what other things do you feel uh, that black culture has done to improve the entertainment business or music in general? Um, Cause as we, I mean, it'd be very Um, easy for me to, for us to say just blanket general statement, like, you know, right, right. we're really grateful that black culture was able to unite, but it comes from a sad history, you know, a sad past right. that we can't deny. Um, but do you think that it kind of fuels mm-hmm. part of like, wh- what do you think about the relationship of the sad past? I think that's what I'm trying to ask. What do you think about the relationship with music now um, versus the sad past that it came from being slaves and being brought over, you know, generational trauma and pain? Right, right, right. Right, right. I feel, I feel like, um, I don't know. It's weird because I feel like we're getting away from it. Um, and I don't, I don't know if that's like necessarily a good thing or a bad thing. I just, I'm still kind of trying to figure it out because, like, uh, you know, I feel like a lot of music should should be made with. Uh, well, I just feel like art in general. I feel, I feel like the best art comes comes naturally. One, and the best art comes from uh, intention. And I feel like we are we are kind of in a space where it's so much of a hobby and so fun that a lot of music that's coming out, it can be a really great thing or it can be really like, are we really, we really, we really, the world really, really, really didn't need this album. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, everyone needs to be able to express themselves. Um, but at the same time, I wish that there was a little bit more um, intention in it. And I feel like going back, there were intentions behind the song. The songs were made to uplift. The songs were like you, you have songs like that. You have you have freaking war chants. You have like freaking rituals. You have like all type of things that every single 
every every single song had a purpose. And I feel like, you know, um, where we are somewhere in the world now where people are just trying to figure out their own, like people trying to figure out their own like purpose. And then they're doing the music. So sometimes their own like purpose catches up to the music, or sometimes the music has purpose and they don't. And it's just like it's it's just like it's 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 like this big old like song and dance, if you will. Uh, people trying to figure out what is really needed and what isn't needed. But for me, I feel like uh, we are like definitely getting away from it because uh, just music is being made with less, with like less, uh, less intention because everyone see that, you know, you can make money or like you can be a star or I can just, you know, I can just give you can verify and I can just, do, I should go, go do this. Like there's like so <laughs> many things that's like, that's like attached to music now that, it just happens. Like people are like, oh yeah, I'm like, I was like a combined star. Okay, cool. I got followers. Fuck it. I'm going to make an album. It's like, that's not like the pipeline for everything, for every single crossroad in life. It's like, oh, well, people are looking at me. Well, I guess, I guess, I guess I can make an album. Like since when did just having some type of notoriety automatically made you an artist to like make music. And I feel like that's kind of where we're getting away from those old like principles that kind of, you know, that kind of like the, the, I kind of like had build us up. If that's a long answer, my (laughs) bad. No, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Thank you, thank you. It's so funny. I was, I was, we were just saying this before Mm -hmm. we started recording the show, but um, even if I were still living in Japan and I was working in the Japanese music industry, Mm -hmm. if you listen to music from the 80s, it's totally stolen and inspired by Quincy Jones, you know? (laughs) And even to today, it's like, it's very much jazz inspired and a lot of funk inspiration. And um, uh, I mean, not all of it, obviously there, uh, Japan still like loves reggae. Reggae is a very popular genre in Japan. Um, very crazy. influenced by black music, you know, black culture. And this may be uh, like a, a weird thing to say. Um, and it may sound stupid when I say it out loud, you know, but um, although there was a lot of, generational trauma and pain that should have been avoided and never should have happened at the same time when i listen to music from from the years from from old times from blues to a little bit more like 70s 80s like motown to michael jackson to now i still can't help but feel gratitude that there was this fusion mm-hmm. of american like like european culture and black culture cuz there's something about it that's so beautiful and it could have happened nowhere else nowhere else in the world would that music ever have happened you know and i hate to say it because it came Mm. from pain but i also have to say that i'm grateful for it and especially as someone working in the music industry i uh especially Mm. someone working in the music industry i cannot state this enough like i owe my entire career to the black community Mm. like if it wasn't for hip-hop if it wasn't for R&B, like I, I grew up in Chicago there, like I didn't listen to rock music, you know, like, <laughs> I mean, that rock music is still good, you know, uh, Jimi Hendrix, you know, whatever. But I mean, like at the same time, like I can't deny that it influenced my life and created a career path for me and made me love music. And I don't know if it would have happened if it wasn't for, you know, the history in the past. Yeah. Man, that's and when you really when you really think about it like that, it's like damn. <laughs> it's like that's really like because it because it sucks like straight up yeah. like slavery's yeah. no joke. 
Yeah, right. Like, no, and, not at all. Like systematic racism is no joke. At all. You know, small mm-hmm. scale, macro scale. Mm-hmm. But we got like soul music out of it and we got, <laughs> we got blues again. out of it. Like, I, I don't know if it's <laughs> equal exchange. It's, uh, it's not equal exchange, but right, right. I'm grateful. And, I mean, and to my, that, I will always say I owe my career to black, the, to the black community. Right. I mean, it, it, it's crazy. Cause I, I mean, I don't know if this is like veering off, but even me as a manager, like when I basically look at artists, um, I'm, I, I guess I guess you could say that I am looking for the pain in the artist, where it's like, uh, like what what is the artist's narrative? You know what I mean? And like the best the best like narratives I've seen that I've come across have come across pain, like you know pain, and you know L's give you the best lessons. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to fail to really to to to, to really like freaking learn something. So that's probably why all that music was so fire because it was like it was so much crazy shit going on. That like the art just had to the art just had to be the only balance that made it all make sense because everything else was like so fucking crazy. So um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like when I when I when when I like hear when I like hear the word pain, I'm like, ooh, like not to be like, oh, this is exciting, but it's like, okay, this this, this is going to help someone else. You know what I'm saying? Because if you are being that like vessel that can like speak on your pain, someone else is dealing with the same thing, and that's kind of why it goes back again. Like everyone can like, everyone can relate to it, you know? And if there's pain, there's also a freaking narrative. And if you know what you're doing, you're able to like convey that and make that thing bigger, you know? So, um, yeah, I feel like that's why the eighties and all that stuff was like so crazy. Cause there's so much going on back then. So, um, and probably now, I mean, we don't went through Trump and some more shit. So, I can only imagine the music that's going on right now, you know, that that's, that's actually soon about to actually come out now. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And as we celebrate, as sorry, as we celebrate uh, black history month in February um, mm. and to all the listeners that's listening right now, um, we'd like to invite you and challenge everyone here to post about it, to talk about it, to be open about it, mm. um, to, to think, you know, to thank where the thanks belong, you know, to go and, and pay respect to where the respects belong. Right. And, and we can, as America, as a nation, as a world, mm-hmm. we cannot deny um, that the pain and the trauma that uh, African-Americans have gone through mm-hmm. has created something beautiful. And in, mm-hmm. in, in the, um, someone, and while I was on a live stream, we were talking about songwriting and, and writing real lyrics, <laughs> real. true lyrics. Someone, someone commented, "What's the sauce? How do you write lyrics that deep?" And yeah. my answer was super one word and super simple: trauma. <laughs> right. Exactly. exactly. That's really... you know the the shit that comes from trauma is is beautiful, but also. Yeah. Was it worth it? <laughs> exactly. It's like, damn. That's like, what's those memes of like, damn? But did you die though? <laughs> it's like, nah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? It's like, yeah. I mean, that's literally. Um, that's funny that you brought it up because literally, an album that's about to come out actually Friday, uh, Sylvan's album. Um, literally, our whole concept was trauma. Like that's the whole thing is like a whole train of thought of just everything that he went through and just like letting it like flesh out just let just like live streaming it and just putting it all out together and it's like yeah i mean and then and, and like actually that was you know he's done like a lot of albums and 
we, we made the album like two weeks. He's like, yo, this is the fastest I've ever made music in my entire life. And it's like, yeah, because you're actually speaking from a real place and it's natural. And it's like, these are real stories that you actually went through. And that's why it's easy to actually talk about. Because, well, I don't say it's easy to talk about, but if you're like at the level and you're actually ready, you're actually ready to be open with yourself, it's easy to like streamline everything, you know? So, um, so yeah, yeah. But yeah, that one word is, that's everything. Yeah, trauma, pain. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And uh, thank you so much, Gary. As we finish up, I kind of wanted to ask one more question for the people in the audience. Um, because uh, black music is so celebrated and it's so accepted around the world nowadays, um, there comes a simple question. And, um, you know, something that people think about. Uh, and I think it comes from the idea of um, maybe it stems from the idea of, you know, growing up in the suburbs of Chicago, surrounded by all white people. Um, when Biggie talks about selling drugs, it, white people don't think, oh, my gosh, like, why is he so stupid to sell drugs? But it, it, like, right. realistically speaking, in that scenario, that was the only way he could pay rent. You know, and as he says in, mm-hmm. as he says in Juicy, the way that he can put his daughter in school and feed his daughter. Right, you know, right. that's like a real life decision that you can choose. But to white people, they don't get it, right? So mm. it's such a different world. But at the same time, let me ask you this. As black music is so celebrated and accepted now around the world, um, do you think that it is okay for, how should I say this, white people to pay homage by creating hip-hop music and black music themselves? I mean... I think it's, I mean, I mean, yeah, people have their quarrels with that all the time. It's like, it's like, oh, well, no white rappers. It's like, and there's like never many like big white rappers or whatever. Um, I think it is really about just them just really being themselves. I feel like a lot of the times people come into music and, it, and, it's, and it's not, and it, I feel like it's not even a freaking race thing. A lot of times people come to be like an artist and they think what they do is they become artists that they think people will like versus just being themselves and that's the problems that like artists have it's like if you if you come into this game and you're basically being yourself someone's going someone's going to freaking rock with it you know what i'm saying like eminem was talking about you know killing his mom killing his girlfriend everybody fucked with it all people said oh this is weird everybody supported him heavily because he was being himself i feel like when you have white when you have white rappers or whatever and they come into hip-hop and they're trying to like have like a black story I feel like that's the problem that gets it kind of like dicey. Although we can also, although someone white can come from the same ghettos and they can talk about it the same way. But it's like, I feel like there's, there's like a little like slippery slope between um, being a like, between being like a white rapper and really just like, uh, just like, just, just like basically being real about it. Um, you so know, it's if, almost, you, it's, if, if, if you're talking good, yeah. No, so Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but you so it sounds like it's more not about where the music comes from and the culture of the music, but it's more so about the honesty behind the music. Yeah, yeah. So, that's, so that's if you, yeah. So it's not so much like no, a white push person shouldn't be ashamed to be rapping. Yeah. But yeah. like, just be careful. Like, be true and authentic to yourself because that's what hip hop and black music is about. That's literally, is, that, is that what you're saying? That's literally the sauce that everyone's looking for. The sauce is being honest. Like, that's really the sauce. No matter how corny it might sound, no matter how whatever, uh, sad, emo, the sauce is literally just being yourself. If you, if you be yourself, people are going to like you. Just like dating. If you try to talk to a girl, 
be yourself. We're trying to talk to a guy, be yourself. Like that's how people are going to buy into you. As people, as people are like going to like you when you go to interview for a job, it's like, they tell you, be yourself. Let your fucking personality shine through. Don't come in here trying to act a way that you think I want you to act because we're going to, we're, we're, we are going to pick that up and we're going to spit you out. Like, nah, this is trash. Oh, he's faking. Oh yeah. This like, isn't real. So overall, it's just something where people just have to come in here, be true, and it'll work. You know what I mean? All you, all you really have to do is like be real and be true, and it'll work. But um, I feel like I feel like a lot of people are like comparing and looking at what's worked and what's and, and, and like you know doing basic stuff like that, and they come in here with their own little set template on like how to fucking do things, and that's what ends up them just like them like not. I would say them not freaking lasting because some of it will work, but it won't work forever. Because Absolutely. yeah, yeah, and and I think that's a beautiful way to end this episode, and mm. and I want to thank you again so much, Gary, for your time. Um, thank you so much for all the words that you said, and uh, we're really grateful that you were able to get on the show with us. Hey man, appreciate it. Thank you. This is, this is my freaking first one, so, <laughs> <Thank you> so <laughs> much. <laughs> well, we got you on your first podcast ever. Thank you so much, Gary. Do you have an Instagram yeah. at that people can find you at? Yeah, it's, it's, it's the same. It's my name. It's uh, from Gary Biddy, G-A-R-Y-B-I-D-D-Y. At Gary Biddy. That's right. Go follow him yep, and yep. talk to him. Start up a conversation if you like. Um, and just something to think about this month is appreciating mm-hmm. black culture and black music and the black history that it came from. And thank you so much, Gary. On that note, I hope everybody, you know, happy mixing my friends and stay saucy. One, two, three. If you'd like to take advantage of my free guides and online videos, please check out links.dkmixes.com. That's links.dekeimixes.com. Psst. Hey you. Yeah you. Come join our Discord. The Mixing Music Discord server is filled with tons of awesome information and people. People that can help you out and information that can help you grow your business and to help you improve your mixes. So come join us and find the invitation link at mixingmusicpodcast.com.